This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Okay, welcome back. Well, just last week, a cyber attack on the credit rating agency Equifax exposed the financial information about, of about 143 million Americans as well as Canadians and Britons. Okay, and look, if it happens to a big company like that, what about us? Every day I hear about people being hacked. What should we all do to protect ourselves? And I have to tell you, I thought that I was very savvy, very careful when I'm online. I don't click on anything that looks remotely suspicious. I've even checked on some things that turned out to be perfectly legitimate because I think I'm careful. But, um, you know, Uh, I learned a few things that I did not know when I attended a company seminar on cybersecurity last week. So I thought it would be useful to share the knowledge with our audience. And so I invited Omri Tintpulver, who is our chief digital officer, to join us. Omri, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Happy to be here. Okay. I'm just going to give the numbers out again for people who have questions for Omri, and uh, believe me, this is like getting your own uh, tech people that may not always be available. The number is to call 416 360 0740, toll free 1 866 740 740. And Omri, you know, these guys get more sophisticated all the time, so what do we have to do to be on top of them? Well, you know, really the most important thing these days is to stay informed. Everything with cybercrime is increasing at a rapid pace. And I I read recently that it's a $5 billion industry. Uh, And more than anything, these cybercriminals are now becoming everyday people. They don't even need to have a technical background in order to perform the scams and fraud that they are doing. So step one, everyone should have tech support in their life. You know, we have doctors, we have lawyers. You need someone that can help you with your very basic protection of your online identity and and your your banking information, what have you. Okay, well, let's get to some of the basic things. Even here where we have firewalls, every day I see stuff that looks really fishy to me, uh, and um, I don't click on it. So, I mean, the obvious things are is if I'm getting a statement from a bank where I've never heard of and I don't have an account. Right. And, you know, these companies are spending millions and millions of dollars on security. And the weakest link in all of these systems and all of our social networks is people. And so that's why we went through a security awareness program. And it's so important to understand what you're doing. So here are some tips. When you get an email that looks even remotely fishy, There's something about it. Maybe it comes from someone you know, but they're writing in a slightly different style. They're signing off in a slightly different way. Don't 
ever reply to that email. One of the things you do when you reply to emails like that is you're validating your email address. And all of a sudden, you're now going to be on that much many more spam lists. So if you do want to reply to that person or that, that company, open a new email type out their email address and and send it from your address book. That That is one thing. A second thing is, uh, let's say everything looks good. Before you click on a link in an email, always move your mouse over that URL and hover over it. Don't click it. Hover over it and look at the URL that comes up. So, for example, let's say you get a ba- uh, an email from the Royal Bank. Hover over the link Make sure that the URL is royalbank.com and nothing else. Or so, RBC, whatever it or, is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, these, these cyber criminals are smart. They're clever. They're constantly adjusting. So you can hover over and see that it says royalbank.com. But then after that, it says .ru or .some other country. Uh, RU would be Russia. Yes. And a lot of this comes <laughs> from Russia and China and, and homegrown as well. Okay, uh, so uh, if if, if um, it doesn't match exactly, then chances are that it's a scam. Exactly. And, you know, these things are now happening not just through email. They're also happening through the phone. So I had an example recently where I booked a flight on aircanada.com. And shortly after that, I received a phone call with a rebate from Air Canada. Which, I mean, the timing was uncanny, and uh, I hope it was a coincidence because otherwise some system somewhere along the chain is compromised. And so when you encounter that situation, do not call the number that was left or that they're, they're reaching out to you from. Go to the Air Canada website, find their number, call them that way. Always initiate contact directly yourself. Never reply. Okay. How dangerous have links become? Well, for corporations, you know, ransomware is a big thing that has happened uh, uh, that is growing at a tremendous rate. And personally, as well, these cyber criminals can lock down your computer and prevent you from accessing your data, just like they do with corporations. Then they reach out to you and say, hey, if you want your data, you have to pay up. The even scarier thing is in 20% of those cases, after you pay, they still don't release your data. Right, right. Um, The thing that I didn't know that I found out in the seminar um, was the unsubscribe link. Because, you know, you... Sometimes you subscribe to something, then it's not useful. So I just hit unsubscribe. And and sometimes there's stuff I wonder, like, how the heck did I start getting this? And and usually even when you unsubscribe, like they want a reason. And one of this, I, I never signed up. And then you said, do not hit unsubscribe. Right. It's, it's another form of validating your email address. And so, you know, spoofing, which is the idea of pretending to be someone else, uh, that's what these cyber criminals do. And they will send a marketing message to you from a company, ostensibly. And when you click to unsubscribe, you're validating that your email is legit. There's actually a human at the other end of it. And your name and email are going to go on that many more lists. Okay, so, so I may have brought some of that on myself, right? 
Absolutely. You know, there's a really good website online called haveibeenpawned.com. Pond is spelled P-W-N-E-D.com. No A-P? Right. It comes from a hacker term, which is hackers in the 80s would own you or own your computer or your systems, meaning they've hacked into you and control that system. There was a typo once in a very famous game. And instead of O, it was a P, so it became pond or oh. pwned. pwned. So dot com, yeah. and you can enter your email address and see how many places you, you your email has been uh, breached. And then a list of instructions on what to do uh, in each case. So, I mean, the very first thing they tell you is never use the same password on all different websites because if one website is breached, all of a sudden the cyber criminals can test your password on all the other websites. So, you know, I personally use a password manager. It's something I recommend to all my friends and family. Uh, there is a really good Canadian one called 1Password. And for the cost of a couple coffees a year, these programs will manage all of your passwords. Are any of them free? There are some free tiers. And I think once you start using these tools, you'll you'll quickly upgrade. But yes, I think uh, there's another one called LastPass out of the U.S. Both are highly recommended. Okay, because like here's the thing. If, if you're not using a password manager, uh, who can remember those passwords? And every time you want to go somewhere, it's like... Um, forgot password and and it's the whole rigmarole right and year after year security experts continue to share what the most common passwords are the 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 one that has been the most common for the last few years is password one two three you know we (laughs) we have come on people exactly we have to get more sophisticated because they're the cyber criminals are getting more sophisticated and the beauty of a password manager is these are super long passwords i don't even know what the passwords are and it takes care of everything so i think that's the way so how does it work exactly so when you install um, or you sign up for one of these tools they will add on to your browser or to your phone. So when you come to an application or a website that you need to log in to, it will take over and log in for you. So they'll even proactively recommend to you, hey, it's been six months since you changed your password. Uh, let's, let's change it. You know, and So you only pass, put in one password and they fiddle with it. That's right. You have one master password. It's the only password you have to remember, and that gets you into their system. So there are also new technologies like fingerprint uh, sensors on your phones. And I know many cases where people have these phones, but they don't use those security uh, precautions. You're, you're, so. lo- you're looking at a culprit, <laughs> but it but but the fingerprint won't work for all, all the websites true, you want. True, true. Yeah. Although more and more, like LastPass or 1Password and Instead of knowing a password, you just use your fingerprint. And I think in in the next hour, Apple is about to announce their new phone, which is reputedly going to have facial recognition. So that takes it even one step further where you don't have to do anything. Just look at your phone and it will authenticate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, the password thing is really important. Uh, what should you do? I remember I, I know people who've been hacked because I get – 
weird messages from people that I know that I look at and I say, "Uh uh-uh. And then it's the strange thing is that when I then go back and email them and say, I think you've been hacked, I get a message back that looks like them. Right. So if it's a computer and you've been hacked on a computer, you should immediately turn off that computer because what it's going to do is reach into your address book, grab all of your friends' names and emails, and start sending and, and uh, sending that virus out to all of your network. You don't want that to happen, obviously. So turn off your computer. The next thing is call local authorities. In Canada, there isn't a, a designated place for cybercrime, but you call your local authority. And if... Police? Th- Police. Yep. That's right. And if there are, if there's fraud in this, then you can also call the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center. Okay. Okay. So turn it off. And um, yeah, we are running out of time. Anything else you want to tell us before we go? Be vigilant and be skeptical. Everything that we get today, even if it looks like it's coming from family or friends, be skeptical. Question it. Um, it, it, it Cybersecurity is the responsibility of all of us. If one of your friends gets hacked, in a way, you're getting hacked too. So, you know, be skeptical. Okay. Omri Tint Pulver, thank you so much for that. I think that's really useful information. Everybody, pay attention. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.